Well, welcome back to Way Too Wifey. I'm your host, Respectfully Gabby, and in this podcast, we talk all about dating and relationships in this modern day. Today, we have a very interesting guest. He has over a million followers on TikTok. Ethan, welcome. Thanks. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, so can you tell us what exactly you do? I don't know what I do. Um, <laughs> my content as a whole or like Just my whole life. Yeah. Your life. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I go through life with like, a. I think I have a very analytical lens to life. And I look at things as like how a nerd would look at things. Yeah. Um, but I'm not a nerd. Um, you know, my whole life I was involved in like sports and I was kind of socialized and I like going out. So I kind of take like a nerd's lens with like a bit more of like a social twist and I like explore the world and I make content Mm -hmm. and I solve problems that people have on the, like the average person has. Um, but I solve them in like a very crazy over the top way. Um, and I think that's a good way of like describing my content and like what I do essentially. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to lie. I've been sent, uh, a couple of my friends have been sending me your videos so I'm like okay this guy's like this guy's good but the one that really popped up for me was the dating 49,000 people yeah in uh, in New York so I'm curious can you tell us a little bit how you dated 49,000 people 49,000 people yeah the the word dated was loosely used here but yes I interacted with 49,000 I said people, but it was women. Um, and what happened was I, I, okay. So I was using hinge one time, like a long time ago in like 2018. Mm-hmm. And I noticed as I was swiping through, I was only seeing like the most attractive people, but I was getting like zero matches. And I thought this was odd. Like even from like a week prior, I was getting at least some matches, but I was getting zero matches. And I realized then that the platform itself has like some sort of, maybe someone didn't like something I said or whatever, but I was shadow banned. Now we know what shadow banned. A lot of people know what shadow banned. Is now that a real is. thing? Can you confirm that that's a real thing? Well, on dating apps, for sure, it's a real thing. Yeah. Really? And where you swipe and message, but nothing goes through. So you're essentially like in this like sunken place, the, the, essentially, where you can see and observe and interact, but no one gets your messages. Wait, so no how do you can... think that you get there? Like, how do you, uh, how do people get shadow banned? Reported. So what happened, it's a pretty genius concept because they don't want you to get banned from the app because right. then you might write a bad review. It hurts their app store rating. So what they do is they shadow ban you and mm-hmm. you can't interact at all. Um, and I confirmed this because I had my friend's phone and we found each other and I swiped and she never got it. So um, it's a true thing. And they were doing this back in 2018. They still do it now. It's crazy. And you, you or if you get like, I think if you get enough bad reports, I can't tell you the details. I don't work at these dating apps, but um, they definitely have a process for um, flagging your account. And what I thought was so funny was that I could tell they were showing me the most attractive people in my area, but then I couldn't interact with them. Like they were toying with me. Like I could tell. <laughs> well, I thought, okay, well, I can play this game too. So being a computer science like major and having like a software engineering background, Mm-hmm. I reverse engineered Hinge and I could see what my phone was sending to the internet. And essentially I could do something where um, I made a program to swipe on all of the very attractive people that I was seeing. And uh, essentially I just made a new account that wasn't shadow banned. And then I just took all the information that I collected from the, the, the shadow banned account and I made a program that would automatically swipe right 
on everyone. And that worked like fantastically well. Like they didn't have any um, safety protocols or anything in place to prevent this from happening back in 2018. Oh so I did this. And then on top of it, I got all these matches. Now I got to talk to like thousands of people at the same time. How am I going to do this? So then I decided, okay, let me build like an artificial intelligence, which is my background. Mm -hmm. And I trained it on the personalities of various like movie characters, like James Bond. And I took <laughs> the movie scripts and I essentially just used like James Bond quotes and uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho and some of like Kevin Hart's like comedy stand-up. And I created <laughs> artificial intelligence that would just use these quotes and it worked really well. People thought I was such like a suave, like interesting person. Uh, <laughs> I actually went on a date with one. She's like, you're so much more interesting online. I'm like, okay, that's insulting. Like, I was so, when I heard that. Like, okay. Because you were talking to James Bond the whole time. <laughs> Sorry to break yeah, You were talking to James Bond with like one-liners or uh, Patrick Bateman, uh, the serial killer from American Psycho. So yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a crazy experience. Um, I went out that like... Um, that week and people were just coming up to me like oh we matched on hinge and i'm like i had to explain them like no you didn't actually match with me uh, i'm actually doing a part two to this like series uh or this video i did like so i did this video a long time ago oh really I only recently posted about it yeah i only recently posted about it but everything i said was factual but i did the actual video in 2018 but i didn't have any social okay. media i just like kind of like laughed to myself and that's it like i like took like screenshots and recorded some things but i didn't like make a story out of it and yeah. then in like 2020, I made like a YouTube video about it and that, that did, did pretty well. And then it went viral on Instagram and on TikTok when I had a bit of a following and then I reposted it um, as like an Instagram in a more shorter form. So yeah, like I did this a while ago and mm -hmm. I'm doing like a follow-up to it uh, very soon. I think my next kind of like social experiment with dating apps is going to be really crazy. So that's what I'm working on now. Ooh, can we get some insight or is that... Uh, it's not a secret. I can tell you. Okay. Um, so I'm recently single and I decided that I'm going to outsource the whole dating experience. So I'm essentially going to put up like a bounty of like a thousand dollars and put up all my photos and write some descriptions about myself on a website and say, okay, guys, like I have 1.3 million followers. Um, the first person to introduce me to my next girlfriend uh, gets a thousand dollars. Here's Ooh. my photos, my bio. <laughs> Go make hinge profiles of me. Go make Tinder. What I think I'm gonna do, I'm gonna flood the market with like <laughs> profiles of me. So like when I go out in real life, people like will have to like at least recognize they've seen me before. I think that'd be like fun. That's really, I love that idea, honestly. And you know, we'll I feel like TikTok. First of all, all of your videos are hitting. So and on TikTok, I just feel like that's brings another element of people like wanting to help you out. Um, I actually yeah. think I saw someone do that um, and they found their person. So best of luck to you. I think, wow. I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly how they did it, but I think I saw a video that was very similar to that oh, cool. um, or yeah. like doing it for like, Hey, this is my brother or whatever. Like someone oh, date right. him kind of thing. Oh, right. Yeah. And that's interesting. Yeah. I have a couple ideas around it. Um, some of it's for like the entertainment factor. Like I like mm -hmm. to make great content that people enjoy. Um, will I actually meet someone like maybe, but you know, that's like, I live in New yeah. York, like it's crazy out here. So maybe Do you think it's knows. worse than, uh, Miami dating wise. Um, well, when I was dating in New York city, I, so I didn't go on a single date or I did go on a few dates, but not really in Miami. There's no bar scene in Miami. It's all clubs yeah. mm -hmm. but it significantly hurts the dating scene. 
Um, because like, at least in New York, I can grab like happy hour drinks with someone after work. Yeah. Um, I, I personally, like I would go to a lot of clubs in Miami, but I didn't really like, like the dating scene that much. Uh, New York city is a lot better, yeah. but I also had a girlfriend for like, a large period of time when I was in Miami. So I wasn't really dating that much. Okay. Gotcha. A lot of people got mad about your, um, your video that you had posted about the, the 49 K people that you were dating. Why were people yeah. mad about that? Um, it's so interesting, um, on the internet, it's a special place where people can be like virtuous to Mm -hmm. like this high degree, but in reality, they don't actually believe the things they say. A lot of people will say things, they don't actually believe the things they're saying. No crazy, no normal person would actually believe these things. So they were saying things like, oh, you wasted their time. Wow. That's so terrible. I'm just like, have you ever used a dating app? Like people waste each other's (laughs) time. All the time. (laughs) Voluntarily. Like, if you fell in love with an AI like bot that was like made by like 2018 when it wasn't even that good, like I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like there's other issues going on with that person. So listen, yeah. I I'm glad I got all these matches, but I don't think I've hurt anybody. And uh, it was yeah, it was just for fun. I, I don't know. I, I I don't feel bad if I if I get yeah. something that really really hurts someone, I would feel bad. Um, you know, I think I have a pretty strong moral compass. But uh, in this particular case, I don't feel bad. It was just a yeah. fun little experiment, yeah. if you will. Experiment, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like I was, I was literally going out in New York City in 2018, and people would be like, "Hey, we matched on a dating app." That's like, crazy that people I, I, even like, notice you in person. Yeah, I, I never had any. I got to have any social following. I didn't do anything on the internet. I just like I made this one thing. I didn't even put a video out, and people were recognizing mm-hmm. me. And I was like, wow, this is, uh, this is funny. Yeah. That's insane. I saw one of your videos where you had posted that you went on a date with a girl and she brought her friend and then you left. Um, I just want, first of all, I agree with you. I think that you should have left in that situation because she was, you know, clearly taking advantage of you, but can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, it's pretty straightforward. And was that in Miami? Um, so that was in not, that was not Miami. It was like North of Miami, like West Palm. I was, oh, okay. That's so South Florida. So I, yeah. Yeah. So I was like on a break at the time and I, uh, cause I, I was like on and off with someone and I just use like a dating app. I usually don't use them that often. And I matched mm-hmm. with someone and we decided to meet up. And then she said her friend was, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Her friend was attending, uh, at this point, like the one thing about Miami that I really didn't like, and it, it kind of like, it's that same in a whole area. It's like a culture of like, I will never do anything that's considered like transactional. Like mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of feeling like I'm paying for someone's time. Like, I don't mind like this whole idea of guys, you know, splitting the bill. Like that's mm-hmm. a personal decision. I personally will pay for the person I'm inviting out. Like that's my decision. I'm inviting someone out. I'm going to pay for them, of course. Right. Um, but I ever feel as if like, this is transactional or like um, I'm somehow like, this is like less than genuine. I'm out. Like, I'm not interested in that at all. And in this particular case, when they said, Oh, my friend's attending, I was just like, Hmm, I don't like this one bit. I'm going to leave. And people were saying like, well, why didn't you tell them? Why didn't you tell them we're going to split the bill? And in my experience, like we're at a very fancy place. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't mean to talk poorly. I'm only coming from a guy perspective here. I'm sure guys are crazy in their own right. But from my experience, if you ever deal with someone who's like unhinged and just a little like um, psychotic in a public place, 
It's like, mm. you, I don't know what these people are willing to do. I don't, I don't know them that well. I don't know if they're yeah. like screaming at me, you cheap, whatever. And I just don't feel like dealing with it. So I just left. And that was how I did that. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Cause from your videos, just based off of like what you were like, the interpretation of what I got from just that. And then how you're talking about how um, girls should have to pay for the yachts. So I thought, oh my and- God. Okay, so that video I, I put in. I did a deep dive on your videos. By the way. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So the, the, the yacht one, the yacht mm-hmm. one was. Um, there's two of them. There's one where I talk about not wanting to pay, which mm-hmm. is true. I didn't want yeah. to pay. Um, I don't mind invite if I like someone and I want to invite them on. That's mm-hmm. one thing. Um, but again, like I said, like I, I maybe I have like an ego or maybe it's something else. But like I just don't feel the value. Like I would rather go on a yacht with my guy friends. And like have some people that we like are interested in, like girls that yeah. we know and we're interested in. I will pay for that scenario, but I'm not mm-hmm. gonna pay for random people because like I know that if they're just vacationing, um, they're just coming on a yacht with random dudes. Like, yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I don't need, I guess like I don't need to hook up with anyone that badly. Yeah. So I think I'm, that's like, huge with Miami's culture too. It's like yeah like guys provide and then just like hot girls show up and that's just like what it is yeah I guess like I have a I have some friends I have one buddy he's a big promoter in Miami and he always invited me out for free and I used to go to all the like the various clubs and I guess he liked me because like my content he's a content creator as well we just got along and like I've kind of always been around like I guess like those girls and nothing wrong with them I mean I would do the same thing I mean I kind of did the same thing like going to clubs for free because I had a bit of an audience and mm-hmm. I make videos and he always liked that. So I kind of did the same thing that girls would do where they get into places for free and go on boats for free. Yeah. So I don't hate on any girl who wants to save money and have a good time. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just yeah. don't want to be the provider of that either. Right. Uh, just like, I know the game and I'm just like, I'd rather spend money on someone in a more intimate fashion. Yeah. Um, and, I think that's fair. Money. Do you yeah. think that there's a difference between like Miami girls in that sense and New York girls? Like, do they have that same expectation? The, there's a massive difference between Miami girls and New York girls. And <laughs> I, I, I'm so hesitant to talk about girls in general. Like everything's different. You don't want to get canceled. Yeah, I've been down that road already a couple of times. And oh, yeah. I also don't, I genuinely don't think like there are great girls and great girls in Miami and there's great people in Miami and there's great people in New York. Um, but there is a culture of the transactional like experiences mm-hmm. and I, I remember just meeting people and saying like, like even in New York, this is true. Like if you want to um, have, if you want to get like, if you want to hook up with someone, there is like a pretty clear path to like buying nice things, taking them for nice experiences. Like anyone I, I believe would somewhat like that person. Um, you can kind of buy it in a sense in Miami and in New York, you can yeah. with a certain type of person who's interested in that. Like some people in general, are interested in having crazy experiences and they can't afford it. So what do they do? They go on dates and that's fine, right? That's, there's nothing wrong with it. But personally, I'm not the type of person that wants to provide that. Like I would provide, my dating philosophy is I take someone to a dive bar and we can have dollar oysters. And if you like me after that, then maybe I'll take you to a nice dinner. And then if you like me after that, then it, you know, it kind of like is the reverse side. I'm not trying to impress anybody right. up front of things. I can definitely do that once I like you and you like me. So I, um, I, I kind of hold back. So yeah, the difference with New York is, um, I don't want to be too rude, but 
I guess I'll be a little rude. Okay. Yeah. My go ahead. <laughs> honest opinion is that I, I, as a nerd, I, I analyze things. And in Miami, there isn't a lot of industry. Like you, what kind of like jobs do you have? Like you have some lawyers, you yeah. have like mostly real estate, real estate, right. Crypto. In, New York, in, in crypto. Yeah. <laughs> but in New York, you have a host of financial services, marketing, everything is in New York. So if you find a very attractive girl living in Miami, what are the odds that she's in this like highly competitive field that there isn't much job employment for in Miami or mm -hmm. she works in hospitality? Like what's more likely? It's like, oh, she works in hospitality. And then she's in the nightlife scene. She's used to the transactional nature of meeting guys and things like that. Yeah. And for me personally, I noticed that in New York City, like girls don't really need me. They don't need me to take them out. They don't need me to buy them nice things. They can do it themselves. They have a lot yeah. of things set up for them in New York City. So I think it's actually more of a product of like the market and like the industry and like how there's so much hospitality in Miami, which is a very transactional nature. Whereas mm -hmm. in New York, I think there's a lot more like boss babes, which I find so attractive. Yeah. And they don't need me. They don't need my money or me to impress them. And I love that. I, I think that's right. so sexy. I love yeah. that. That's a good answer. Um, so I wanted to get into um, one of my TikToks about building a roster and you disagreed okay. yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, I'm curious why, what, like, what was it that you didn't yeah. agree with? So I think like, I used to have the same mindset. I don't know how old you are, but like 29. when I was, okay, so we're, we're close in age. I'm mm -hmm. 31, but when I was 20, like five-ish, 26 is. 26. I was going on dates all the time. I had a roster, did the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And for me, like what I, when I did like a little bit of reflection and took some time for myself, like during COVID when no one was hanging out and anything, I realized I had a roster because I was afraid of being alone. Mm -hmm. And once I was okay with being alone and not having a roster and not going out all the time um, on dates, I realized that the quality of people uh, that I actually spend time with um, was significantly higher. So in 2022, I actually went on three dates. Um, one of them became my girlfriend for like four months. And again, she's a, I would say she's a very like independent, high quality girl. Like it just didn't work out, whatever. The other one didn't look like her photos. So that didn't, didn't work out. And then the other one became my girlfriend for six months. So I went on three dates, had two girlfriends. Um, and the, what happened was I stopped trying to have a roster. I stopped, I stopped trying to fill time slots with mm -hmm. people. And, and I think what happens is you just value your time so much more and you become less transactional. Um, your experiences with people become like more like genuine. Like I feel like when I was going on dinner dates all the time, like I had like a, like a script I was going off of, even if I didn't realize it, like <laughs> literally that's what do you do. Like, nothing sounds more excruciating than a first date at dinner. Like I will never do that again. <laughs> uh, it never happen. I will, I will invite you out with my friends and we can all have drinks together. And if I like you then, then it'll advance to more, but okay. Uh, so I don't have roster and um, I, I talk to one person and I'm interested in them. I pursue it further. Yeah. But if I'm not interested, I just end it and that's it. I also don't like really use dating apps now. Like I don't, I kind of meet people through like my own network. I've only been single for like a week and a half now. So it, oh, it's a recent breakup. So yeah, it's fine. But like, uh, I don't really look for it. And, it, and I find that I'm not looking, you kind of find better quality anyway. I agree in that sense for sure I think yeah. though for me like I have periods of time where I just like I don't want to talk to anyone I don't want to deal with anyone I'm like very much by myself I'm doing my own thing but then there's times like a periods of time where I am so focused on like okay maybe you know I should get out there put myself out there 
And then I'll go into this dating fatigue where I'll have dates lined up throughout the week. And I don't want to talk to anyone after that. And it's just like, it is miserable. (laughs) Like, But I do think that like, if a girl, for instance, is so wrapped up in one guy, it's like, you're putting too much like of your time and energy into that one person to where like he feels that and there's pressure on that. So I don't necessarily have a roster, but there's people that I chat with that are like that I go on dates with now. I just feel like that, like to have that happy balance between I'm not going on a date every night. I can't do that shit. That was it was one week full of dates and I'm like, I'm never doing this again. This was a terrible idea. <laughs> I'm like an all or nothing kind of person, I think. Well, the way I always explain it is um, I'm very, I think as we get older, mm-hmm. we start to sense like people are pretty like, I don't know, predictable. And yeah. if you sense something off, you're probably right. And yeah. you just end early. So I'm quick to end things. So like if Same. something is like, if something is like, oh, I really like this person. She re-, like every relationship I've ever been in, in, it's like we met each other, we hung out casually, we really liked each other, and there really wasn't much barrier to entry to see each other again and again and again and again, and it just kind of like exploded into a relationship pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have that, um, usually it's not worth it to me. So like I don't, I'm not in the business of like convincing anyone to like me. I think that guys who even try to convince and talk about how great they are, like no one wants to be sold on anything anyway. So yeah. it's just really, really organic. You should hang out. And if it, if it leads to like a second or third date, like it should be pretty quick. Um, and if you're getting some sort of signal of like, um, they're like overly busy, no one's really that busy. People make time for things that they want to see. Yeah. Um, and I've had scenarios where like, uh, maybe like, uh, in 2020 or 19 or whatever, like before I just like, when I started to like not have a roster and everything, I, um, I, I just like noticed that, um, when I was like always going on dates, people, like, I think the people that I liked would think that I'm not giving them all this attention or all this time. I was, I was like spreading it thin. Yeah. And they, people can like sense that, uh, as a guy, you shouldn't like spread it thin. If you like someone just like pursue them. Um, yeah. Or, or you just don't want to be in an exclusive relationship um, and the girl should leave you then. That, that yeah, <laughs> you should be very clear about that if you don't. Yeah. Keeping my options open, like, what am I waiting for? Like, what am I waiting for? Like, a better yeah. version of the person I'm currently seeing? Then don't see the current person. It's easier, it's easier said than done because everybody wants yeah. to have like, the best of both worlds. Everyone wants to be able to date someone and then keep their options open for someone better. Um, but yes. I find that in the city... <laughs> I find that in New York City, everyone does this and then no one ends up with anyone. And the way you beat this is just like be fully transparent. And if you like someone, pursue them. And if they're stupid enough to pass on you because they want to keep their options open, then so be it. You're going to waste your time anyway. So that's how I see it. I 100% agree with that. I think that um, a lot of people get into this phase of like, okay, they're great, but like, what if I can find something better? And that gets a lot of people stuck into like chasing the next best thing. And I think that's honestly probably one of the hardest parts about dating right now. I think that people who genuinely believe that are just not ready for a real relationship because I used to have that same mentality mm-hmm. and I didn't date anybody. And then I got into the mentality of like, um, I'm no longer dating to impress my friends with like hot chicks. I'm yeah. not, no longer dating to look cool. I'm now going to date for my own personal happiness and, mm-hmm. um, like what does 30 years look like with this person? And once I start framing it like that at 31 yeah. years old, um, I, I just, I don't, I don't need to keep my options open. I, I, I meet someone, I like them. 
And I'll do, you know what I do? I, 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 I expedite the process to the part where they're my yeah. girlfriend. I just get into it quickly. And I, see I was going to say, I was going to say that about you. I'm like, you're, I feel like you're the type of guy to move very quickly in relationships or like to get was, into a relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. I, if I like someone, I, I don't make it like, I don't shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if I feel like they're like kind of like pulling away or they're not, you know, matching my energy, then I kind of just move on. So I'm like quick to move forward with things I like, but if it's not working out, it's totally cool. Like I just move on. There's better options. Okay. Love that. So to wrap things up, I wanted to ask you what your best piece of dating advice is. Yeah. Or relationship, whatever. Yeah. I think we kind of covered a lot of it. Um, My best advice. I mean, I can speak to guys mostly because like I'm a guy, I can't really speak (laughs) on the women, but um, I would say my best advice. Okay. My best advice is that if you're filling your time with dates, because you want to like um, hook up with people and like you think it's fun and everything it is fun sure um i would say spend your time making great guy friends it it sounds silly but Mm -hmm. like make great guy friends and like literally um i've noticed that the better my network is and like the smarter the, the you know they have better careers they have like everyone i hang out with is pretty i, I would say like it's a pretty high quality individual like, they care about their career they care about their life they're good people they're not an asshole they don't get drunk and throw things around make a lot of great guy friends or if you're a girl make a lot of great girlfriends but speaking to the men make a lot of great guy friends like schedule your weekends hanging out with your guy friends and going out and going to shows and whatever and then what happens is um you become like filled with things fun things to do and mm-hmm. then when you meet a great girl, um, if you want to go on a date with her, go on a date with her during the week. And if she's really great, then bring her out on the weekend with your friends and she'll see how great your friends are. She'll see how great you are. And then it'll make like the, the opinions of, of who you are easier for her to make. Um, you're not like portraying yourself in a really awesome way, like in a manipulative way. You're just, you're just awesome. You have great guy friends. I love um, that. Honestly, I really love that you said that. I think that that's much different than like, Whenever I ask this question, it's like always the same pieces of advice, but I think people really need to understand you have to have your own life established first, making the friends. And that's kind of like what I've been trying to do recently is like making a lot more girlfriends in my area and like establishing that life first before I'm like thrown out there. Cause I think what happens in a lot of relationships is you'll get in the relationship before you like make the friends and do all the things. And it makes it harder to have that time with your friends and if you already have that established life that's what's going to keep the the balance in the relationship that's 100 correct i you know one of the things one suggestion for you and what's helped me a lot is um being able to make content in social media like being able to make content i think has helped me connect with like cool dudes who are doing like cool stuff like yeah. other guys and entrepreneurs and like, like real entrepreneurs not like these like there's a lot of like fake <laughs> entrepreneurs Especially in Miami. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so funny. I could do a whole series on the fake entrepreneurs. But um, yeah, I could roast them pretty bad. But um, like I um, I ran a business before I joined a company and it's a whole, I could t- go into it and uh, I sold it and it was a crazy experience. But I like, me, you don't have to be an entrepreneur for me to be your friend. Like just be a cool guy, like doing cool stuff and like caring about your career, caring about yourself, like take care mm-hmm. of yourself. 
like I don't I don't like hanging out with loser dudes. Um, and I'm like the harshest on loser guys. People yeah. sometimes look at my content, but oh, he's like the Andrew Tate Tates of the world. Yeah, I think Andrew Tate's a weirdo. <laughs> a weirdo. And I think um a lot of guys get sucked into that mindset of like women are the enemy and da, 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 da. it's like, dude, no, you're like, you're just you're taking your anger out in the wrong places, like focus yeah. on your own career, your own success. So yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Where can the people find you? Um, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. I've never done like a plug before. This is so crazy. Uh, <laughs> TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. Uh, it's Ethan Kaiser. It's one word. Um, look for the verified guy on TikTok. <laughs>